This is for the nerds, this is for the brainiacs, this is what we deserve. Go ahead and play it back, you ain't gonna touch me, you not gonna do nothing, you are not above me, I bet you wish you was me, I know it, I know What's up, everybody? Welcome to another action-packed edition of the Only Friends Podcast. We have Melissa back, so you know what that means. Football Wednesdays, Woo! baby! Yeah! Woo! Let's talk about our waivers that we got. Did you pick up anybody good? Waiver. Waiver wire Wednesday. Don't, don't waver on me. <laughs> you, you didn't come prepared? I thought you were managing like 10 teams this year. You pick I up am. Jeff Wilson? Yeah. Yeah, you get Tyler Boyd. Mm, I, yeah. I have, I have no. him fourth. Look, Melissa, Melissa, even you know that Wilson was a sucker's uh, pickup. Everyone knows that Debo is going to get the bulk of the carries. Yeah, mm, yeah, I, I have Debo. Very yeah. good, very good for Debo. Yeah. Very, very good for Debo. Uh, just kidding, just kidding. Joke bet, joke bet. Uh, we are not going to be talking about football today. We got out of our systems yesterday. We're talking about the Pirates. <laughs> Go for that four-game sweep in Cincinnati. Okay, I'm done. You're not done. You have a bet, and you're excited about it. I am. <laughs> you needed this. Need bad. What do you need now? Eight of the remaining. If they if they hold on here to win six three, I'll need five more games. Of the five remaining more wins. Twenty. It's around there, yeah. Mm. Sweat <laughs> should get it done. I really hope it comes <laughs> down to the last game. I really do. They're bad enough that it could. Actually, you you don't want to hope that for Lamanna because I'm pretty sure that they have nothing but playoff contenders. I think uh, I down want, the stretch. I think I want them to. I can't uh, believe that actually bet- started a Pirates conversation. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. Last thing I'll say is I want them to I want to win the bet and then have them lose out. That way I get a good price next year for the bet again. Sure. Okay. Sure. <laughs> sure. Back to poker. Sure. And you know draft picks. Very important. Oh, of course. In the MLB. Picks. Yeah. <laughs> they are. Uh, <laughs> welcome back, Melissa. <laughs> she just told me to stay home today. <laughs> I mean, this is just one long troll. We actually have nothing sports related to talk about. Uh, we do have some news from Brian and I's hometown. Uh, well, hometown adjacent. So yesterday in Delmont, PA, uh, a man went crazy. And uh, Delmont is about 10 miles from where we grew up. It's actually the neighboring town to Pat McAfee's hometown of Plum. It's within that Plum borough esque area westmoreland county yeah westmoreland county uh shout out to to everybody back home uh this man has seemed to have lost his mind so according to the article it appears that an armed man in a rainbow wig who was trying to quote-unquote restore trump as president was arrested at a dairy queen yesterday in delmont county or uh delmont borough uh the wigged man reportedly told police that he talks with God and is a prophet whose sole mission is to restore Trump to presidency. Um, the man, or he also went on to say that the people at Dairy Queen would vouch for him, and the manager said, outside of him leaving a tip earlier in the day of $120 with the, uh, with the disclaimer of, this is for all the non-Democrats. <laughs> they had no idea who he was. Uh, so it turned out that he was armed to the gills, uh, relatively speaking. He had a handgun on him when he was in the Dairy Queen ranting and raving. He also was found to have two other, uh, pistols in his car, a 22 and a five millimeter, I believe. No, is that right? 
millimeter? nine millimeters. Sorry, I don't think oh. there's a five millimeter. I was I, I was thinking measurements. Uh, but so yeah, he was he was found to have two more guns in the car. But uh, this is this is strange. I imagine this is big news back home. Uh, oh yeah, th- this sure. certainly isn't national news by any stretch. I mean, it's kind of a blip on the radar, and you know, insane people do insane things all the time. But I imagine back home in a town of you know five to eight thousand. This is this is headline shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sure we have our fair amount of crazies, but uh, the closer you get to Pittsburgh, the more blue leaning it is. Right. Right. So, like, where mm-hmm. we're from, we're probably far enough out in the outskirts that it's pretty close to fifty-fifty, maybe even leaning slight red. Uh, Armstrong is heavily red. Yeah, but like we border Armstrong Westmoreland. Uh, I maybe Westmoreland's also heavy red. I would no, guess Mor- less. No, I, I think I think Westmoreland is yeah, it's probably fifty fifty or maybe blue. Yeah, Allegheny County is blue. Right, correct. And then as the more rural you get, right. So it's like we're the first town that mm-hmm. like literally you cross a bridge and you go from Westmoreland County to Armstrong County. Right. So we're like kind of that first town, but you know you go neighboring over to Apollo. It's like there's a Democrat in that entire town. <laughs> so uh, we are kind of just like far enough removed where uh, I could see. It, growing up we we weren't it wasn't polarizing at all like i don't no. remember as a kid having any stigma attached to republican or democrat or uh picking sides or anything like that like you know as a young person i just leaned into my influences so uh like guys like paul shoddy who were a little bit more political would speak about uh being liberal and democrat and stuff like that and it was like well that seems like the the right team to be on you know like i guess that's what people do around here you know, same thing with like religion. It was cool to be Catholic. It was cool to be Italian. Like those were the, the most common uh, folk where we grew up, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I imagine in the last ten years or so, it's probably gotten a lot more divisive. Yeah. Well, I, the whole country has, but that's like a right, right, microcosm. But, yeah, you the see, whole it, thing. you see it whenever it's a town right. of twenty one hundred, um, and and a lot of the undertones become overtones, where it was like this is kind of stuff that goes unspoken yeah. or only spoken amongst close family and friends now all of a sudden becomes like a badge of honor so yeah it seems like this man lost his mind i'm not sure what the rainbow wig's all about uh, a lot of contradictions well, here he was, um he was a pretending to pretending to be undercover so that makes sense mm-hmm. that that is true that it, would wear it does say coat. that the first thing he said was that he was uh an undercover agent for the state police yeah. on a drug sting which a little sus given that you're ordering a blizzard at noon on a friday in the Dairy Queen, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I'm not so sure that this is part of protocol, but you know, stop for a, you know, all undercovers stop for a snack, a little snack, you know, <laughs> what, what was the, what was the major drug sting that required a 61 year old man to wear a rainbow wig uh, circus it was, convention, it was, <laughs> it was meth, meth and poppers, almost certainly, meth. <laughs> yeah, honestly, he was just trying to get into the circus. Almost certainly. <laughs> there was it. a major uh, meth lab explosion in our hometown like 10 years ago. In Leechburg? Yeah. We, we've had dark times. In, like, like Once we were like 10 years removed, the town really went to shit. Once the steel mills well, started uh, yeah. laying people off. Westmoreland, it seems when you guys were living there, up mm-hmm. to 96 was all Democrat. Was okay. Like half and half kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But now it is going heavy um not heavy but more republican. Leaning yeah. Yeah. leaning red. It's like mm-hmm. 63%. It makes sense. Westmoreland County's like Greensburg, Blairsville, a lot of farm country. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look up the racial makeup of it, it's 95.3% white. There you go. <laughs> well, <laughs> to be fair, that's going to be Armstrong County also. Mm-hmm. Uh al- although 
maybe not because uh what what has happened in like the last 20 years is and more so in like the last 10 there's been a major gentrification of like some of the 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 more impoverished areas of uh i don't want to call it the inner city because pittsburgh's kind of not built that way um so like more so the outskirts of the city uh the north shore um like millville lawrenceville uh and now the waterfront area so like um I can't remember. Homestead. Homestead, yeah. Uh, that, that entire area has gotten like a major facelift and a lot of gentrification as big businesses like Google, Uber, uh, and all these tech companies kind of come in and create headquarters. So like Millvale, uh, for example, uh, they put it in a lot of corporate housing. Same thing happened with like the North Shore uh, and the makeover with the stadiums and the casino and all this other stuff, right? So what ends up happening is a lot of that housing previously was like low-income Section 8 housing, and it has to get pushed somewhere. And that's why you see such a massive downfall with uh, a major suburb like Monroeville, uh, the outstanding areas like Wilkinsburg, Penn Hills, all that area. A lot of the impoverished are, are pushed out there. But I think that that's still all Allegheny County, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Right? So like, that's the only place you're going to see the diversity. Allegheny mm -hmm. County for, for PA represents the city limits, so to speak, the greater Pittsburgh area. And then bordering all that is all the farm country. So that you have Indiana County, Westmoreland County, and Armstrong, which is uh, like where we start to, and Butler County. Butler, Beaver. Uh, that, that, that stuff's all going to skew very, very heavy <laughs> red. <laughs> you know something? I was just thinking, you named like four parts of Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm. uh, Millville, North Shore, um, two more, whatever. Yeah. I feel like I rode the scooter throughout all those within nah. like 15 to 20 nah, minutes. Nah, 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 Every nah. single part of that. <laughs> nah. you, you were staying with me on the North Shore. So yes, you experienced the North Shore. Okay. Uh, Millville, Millville is maybe like three to five miles away, but you definitely did not ride the scooter there. Into Pittsburgh? No, outside oh, of okay, Pittsburgh. Yeah, no, so yeah. it's like Etna, Millville, uh, like the, the the basically you would have to have taken the scooter on the highway, gotcha, which yeah. you did not do. Yeah. Okay. I'm confident. Yeah, you didn't go from the north side to uh, Homestead or to the waterfront. On definitely, your scooter. yeah, you definitely didn't go there. That's that's a solid like five to ten mile ride, and you would have been weaving. I know I went through like I don't know five to seven parts of the city with different names within like 20 minutes yeah <laughs> it, it's it, all little sections it's all little sections like so like if you cross the bridge you're immediately in the strip district or downtown okay. and they're like divided by the clemente bridge uh then you know from there there's a lot of other basically pittsburgh's weird in the sense that it's it's not really a traditional city in the sense of like uh maybe la is not the best example to jump to but like manhattan right you have like uptown midtown downtown whatever uh with pittsburgh the downtown area is very very small and it's not the the portion of the city that you would think of when you think of the city when you think of the city you think of the uh you you think of like uh melon arena you think of i don't even know if it's called that anymore Wait, it's what, definitely not called that anymore what, what is uh, melon arena doesn't even exist yeah anymore, it definitely doesn't right? exist. what was it it's a P, uh, PPG. PPG. It might not even be that anymore. But anyway, where the Penguins play. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, they change the naming rights all the fucking time. But you think of the arena. Akashore Stadium. Yeah, you think of Heinz fucking field, uh, PNC Park, and those are not considered to be the downtown area, right? Like, the downtown area is all businesses. It's the point. Um, you know, it's like PPG uh, and, and a lot, like Market Square and all, all these areas where people are just, like, working and shopping and kind of moving. But it's very small. 
it's yeah. it's like four or five city blocks maybe at the most uh nobody like really truly lives in the city it's it's not yeah it's very strange it's not the way that you think of like a major metropolis right like if you think about chicago people th there's a lot of density to people who just straight live in chicago like downtown chicago yeah. mm -hmm. uh pittsburgh's kind of not that way you live in all these Outside neighborhoods neighborhood. yeah it's like the best way to call it um and you know there's a lot of like collections like lawrenceville is italian uh or little italy uh there's polish hill and <laughs> mr rogers <laughs> lived, mr rogers lived in the neighborhood that's true mr rogers <laughs> from pittsburgh pa polish hill. did you did you know that melissa I'm learning a lot. Mr. Fucking Stop. Rogers. Yeah. Won't you be my neighbor? Won't you be my neighbor? He was, you know where he wanted you to be your neighbors to? Downtown Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm. Okay. In Polish Hill. Uh-huh, in Polish Hill. I was over <laughs> growing up on the, you know, Burke, remember the normal side of Pennsylvania. <laughs> remember, oh, remember the Polish Hill game? I do. Oh, man, that was, I forget. that was, we were really cutting our teeth. It was one of the first places I went broke. Oh, <laughs> cutting our teeth. Were you... I, I can't, can't say something like that around me. Why you, you have sensitive teeth? I feel I feel like my <laughs> teeth just got cut the fuck up or something. Oh, I don't know why. Do you think With we got cheated? Blade. Do you think we got cheated in the Polish Hill game? Do you remember we used to pass cards back and forth like during big all ins and shit? Oh, if we uh, listen, the potential to cheat was was there. It was high, and I don't, I don't know those guys. Yeah, no, they were all pretty cool guys. Yeah, I, according I don't to think. you. Lamanna vouched for him. Pretty, I went yeah. broke. Pretty cool guy. I won all the time, so. Sure. Um, <laughs> but no, I, I don't think so. I think at the time, everyone just like loved the sweat and just loved. The, you know. the only reason I ask is not because I think that they were likely to have cheated us. It's because when you're first starting mm -hmm. and you don't know anything, the desire to win kind of supersedes the desire to learn. And if given the opportunity to uh, take unscrewed unscrupulous angles like if we're passing cards back and forth during all every hand, it's like well let me see what you have and then we just throw, yeah. throw your hand at like the guy across the table yeah and it's like the it. idea that like maybe it they kick so maybe like, they kick their lapsed. friend next to them to not call yeah. or something like that uh, yeah. i mean the temptation is much greater when you're ignorant it was very i'm pretty sure it would have been very there. easy to do it yeah and giving into the temptation is a lot easier when mm -hmm. you just don't know better yeah i think i'm pretty sure that was all there Underneath the like, yeah, kicking, yeah, yeah. the fucking. Sure. I don't know. You guys were probably just dealing with that in PA. We had to deal with fucking a whole bunch of Dominicans coming right. in with uh, a cheating system, a goddamn tape recorder that would read. They'd bring a dealer. They're like, hey, hey, we're lots of action. So they would bring you? No. Okay. I was the other just, side. Just making sure. <laughs> so we're like, hey, we're lots of action. We're going to bring a dealer and we have to bring two or three players. Cool. Lock up the five and the eight seat. Cool. Something's wrong here. They fucking come, guy comes, he has his headphones on, sitting right across from the box. And I guess they had their own deck in the game as well. Because you could literally just read it, the headphones, read the cards. Off oh, the so this is box. like this is like that LA home game where yes, the, the Bluetooth got crossed and suddenly you heard Jack Tennis Spades. <laughs> Yes, but that is a way later and fucking more advanced te technology. Uh, well, it sounds like it's less fucking reliable is what it is. <laughs> it just got fucked up in the Bluetooth. Sounds like it was fine. <laughs> uh, that's fair. That is fair. That's wild. Uh, so bad day yesterday for, for the, uh, the Yinzers adjacent. I mean, they're still Yinzers. Who are Yinzers adjacent? They're still Yinzers, but... We need Eagles? to retire the word adjacent. Mm. 
getting overused. It is a bit overused. Look, you guys are overused. How about that? You know what's overused? The Pittsburgh combos. Is Ohio <laughs> the adjacent? It's like no. 0.01% Only of Youngstown. our audience cares about Only They care about us, Melissa. That's why okay. they will indirectly the care. As Brookie and I both have our Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh shirts on. Right. <laughs> Look, th this is how you build it was meant loyalty. To be. We didn't call each other up and say, "Hey, you gonna wear your uh, 412 shirt?" No, you, you just know. And well, it's easy when you, that's all you guys wear. <laughs> <laughs> My entire wardrobe for yeah. That's true. true. Uh, so what may have been a bad day for the boys back home turned into be a good day for uh, a few fellow seniors in New York. Uh, it appears. Real good day. It appears that. Uh, a, a, I almost said a strip club. A nursing home in somewhere in New York hired a team of strippers to come in and uh, do a little dance. Good people. I love the clapping. <laughs> Offbeat clapping. <laughs> oh my God. Oh that is wild. I have a heart attack. <laughs> is that a live singing? Live person singing? He's grabbing titties. I'm, I'm glad she's got her mask on. You know, she's got to be protected. Okay, yourself. so I thought that this was in New York, but it was just run by the New York Post. My apologies. So it was actually in Taiwan. It was uh, the Tai. Uh, I'm not going to try to pronounce this. Veterans Home, uh, a state-run facility for retired Army personnel in Taiwan. I love that. Okay. Paid the adult Support entertainers the for a steamy show to celebrate a mid-autumn festival, an important holiday in Chinese culture, mm -hmm. whereby people gather to celebrate the rice and the wheat harvest of the season. Nothing screams harvest season. <laughs> <laughs> like ass and titties. Like a ninety, like a ninety-five-year-old getting a getting a lap dance. And I and think there's like it's just a acapella singer. It sounds that way. <laughs> it sounded that way for sure. Uh, there was definitely a little bit of titty grab in there for sure. Uh, and I'm pretty sure she put his hand on her hoo ha at one point. Which <laughs> God bless them for getting out unscathed. That no, I, I mean, to be fair, uh, if I'm in that situation and I'm wheelchair bound in my nineties. And I die from a heart attack from grabbing a boob. I'm pretty okay with that outcome, I think. Uh, but you have to acknowledge there was some risk here on the on the seniors' home side. Of the day, <laughs> yeah, right. Like they had a free up some beds, staff. maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <that's, laughs> maybe that was the ploy all along. The nursing home has since apologized, but you know what? For what? <laughs> Honestly, for what? Yeah, why? Why are they sorry? It sounds yeah. like it was a great time. It looked like a party. Maybe get a speaker with some music next time. I don't know what the fucking lady <laughs> singing a cappella was. Boys. Wait, what? Apparently they were later lady boys. Who said that? <laughs> why is that funny? I don't understand. What's the joke? Taiwan. That's Thailand. Yeah, it's Thailand. Oh. You uncultured <laughs> ass clown. <laughs> Ooh. They both start with a T. They're yeah. both in Asia. Jeez. Christ hey. almighty. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So <laughs> moving on. Moving very, very far away from that. Uh, 
I thought the Triton series was wrapping up today, but apparently not. Apparently there's just there's ten more events. Ton of short deck <laughs> action. Uh, looks like they're playing is they twenty five k or fifty k. Uh, fifty. Yeah, I'm not sure. E e either or, uh, they're playing short deck today. They're also running another short deck event tomorrow, where they are trying out the pot limit preflop format. Um, this For has been discussed. Deck? Yeah, so this has been discussed a lot uh, amongst. I guess the high roller circuit. Uh, I, I hear a lot of arguments for and against. I see the I, I see the obvious arguments for um, as equities run so insanely close pre that you want to try to add more of a skill element, try to force people to um, be not all in pre flop as much as possible. Especially like with the big anti format, there's just a lot of jamming that takes place. Um, it's kind of one of those scenarios where it plays a lot of limp pre when you're out of position and a lot of jam pre when you're in position type of stuff. Uh, and it also, I think, makes the bubble... This is where I've heard the argument for it the most is on bubble play uh, because the non-chip leading stacks are just at such a massive disadvantage compared to the chip leader that it makes like bubble play slow to a crawl. Uh, so there's been a lot of argument for at least con considering uh, pot limit pre during... During bubble play, because the equities run so close together. Yeah, when the equities run that close together, if you're a chip leader, you can just always be all in. Mm -hmm. Doesn't um, matter. You're never like you don't have to worry about being. You, you're never at an equity right. disadvantage, really, yeah. and uh, the amount of equity you necessary just, to call off is you insane. You just keep applying the pressure. Yeah, knowing that you just basically pick up free chips because you know there aren't very many hands that your opposition can look at mm -hmm. and just comfortably say like I'm such a big favorite here that I can torch the bubble. Mm -hmm. So. Uh, I think maybe the, this is an experiment to potentially introduce a hybrid format somewhere down the line. But uh, I am curious because I've also heard a lot of pros basically saying like they don't like the idea of bringing pot limit pre. And my best guess is because the amateurs are probably playing pretty poorly uh, pre-flop as it stands. So they're probably not like limp jamming enough. They're probably not like jamming when limp to enough. Uh, and I imagine like a lot of the better players just recognize that they have a ton of edge. They don't want to neutralize that. Right. They, they have those options available to limp jam and to open jam. Uh, so they don't want to reduce them. But, you know, you have to kind of think bigger picture. Uh, you have to think about the, the evolution of the game in and of itself because eventually these wrecks are going to catch on. They're going to see enough jamming taking place that they're somehow going to get a hold of a chart at some point in time. Like, yeah, I mean, they're probably just not also taking advantage of the bubbles like Right. Right, right, right. Yeah, so for the pros, it's a major advantage to be able to be all in. For the Rex, it's a major disadvantage because they're never calling and they also don't get to open jam themselves as much because they're just not as aware. But they're also probably like not chip leading in that spot nearly, yeah. nearly as much either. Yeah, but when it does happen, it's just... Short text is a fascinating format to me. Um, it's, it's, very, it's very intriguing because it kind of has the, the equity distribution element of PLO uh, with the big bet element of no limit. Um, but it seems like the equities diverge a lot more post than in PLO, right? So like your equities, if you hand select, uh, I don't know, call it top like 30% of hands in PLO, the equities are going to run reasonably close. You're not going to have too many major outliers. Uh, but when you go post flop, those equities tend, tend to still run relatively close. Just sure things. Yeah, just due to the to the number of cards that you have in your hand, right? Like, there's so many combinations. It's hard for, like, you to hold a hand where you just, like, straight miss flop, yeah. 
right? It's it's just going to be like the middling rundowns when it comes Broadway's type of stuff or Broadway rundowns when it comes you low. Always, you always have some type of piece. Generally, like, you know, on the aggregate. Uh, with short deck, though, like, the equity seems to diverge a lot more. So you can have a hand like aces or jack-10 suited or whatever that is, uh, you know, just above 50% pre. And then kind of just like straight whiff. Yeah. Like, you still just get the... King six six board, where it's like, well, fuck me, man. <laughs> I just have no part of this. What right. the fuck? Right. It's like it's the equivalent of like the king deuce deuce board in no limit, where it's just like, okay, yeah. well, nobody has a six in range, nobody has a deuce in range, like whatever. Um, so they do happen, obviously, like at a lower frequency than than you would see regular no limit, but it does create like this fascinating dynamic where uh, it's an action packed game, and we can kind of like choose where the majority of the action exists based off of how we limit or don't limit the bet sizings, right? So if we yeah. make it pot limit pre, now all of a sudden there's potentially a lot of edge to gain post if you become a very uh, intelligent, well-studied post-flop player, right? Mm -hmm. And now the edge that you derive pre is really insignificant. Like, if you don't know your push-fold charts, like, you probably aren't playing anyway, but even if you... Even if you are and you don't know them, it's probably not as significant as long as you understand like how to navigate small SPR situations post. Uh, so yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be interested to see like what the overall feedback is. I imagine like immediately it's going to be negative because it's a new format. So generally, we just don't like change. Right. <laughs> like it wasn't broken. I took all these years to. I mean, Shortex has been around for like five years, six years now. Like I took all these years to to finally figure this out, and now you guys are changing the format up on me. But I wonder whose fucking idea is to take six cards out of the deck. So, <laughs> uh, I actually heard I don't know how true it is, but the the folklore is that it was a Chinese businessman who had been playing for like multiple days. <laughs> he just kept getting dealt shitty cards. Yeah, and he was just like <laughs> they were playing like they were playing massive. This, this is the story. I don't know how true it is, but like apparently it was a Chinese businessman. They were playing massive and it was at the tail end of like a very long session and he was just buried to the gills and couldn't take it. So he just removed the sixes through deuces. That's amazing. And then I think it evolved from there. Like I think eventually they realized like, oh, okay, well, if we take all those cards out, like flushes become very powerful. Full houses occur. Like some some nerd sat down and thought of like the actual probable probabilities of everything occurring. Because yeah. the original version of short deck was six plus, which in that version, um, straights lose to trips, yeah. which is it may make sense from a probability standpoint like you may make straights more frequently than trips mm -hmm. but the problem with the ranking system of it is that a set can occur on 100% of boards so what ends up happening is straights become worthless yeah. right because like at best they can only bluff catch and now if you just have a single pair that, that interacts with the board you're pretty much incentivized to always oh. be all in if the, if the next best hand that can call is a straight right um so yeah, it's like if you have top pair uh, on, on say like a king-jack-10 board, you just have a king, mm -hmm. you should just always be all in because ace-queen pretty much has to like fold if the, the sizing is large enough because it loses to kings, jacks, tens, etc. right? Yeah. And then it can also just lose to the pair of kings if, uh, if it runs out another king, king. on board, yeah. right? So uh, that rule had to get changed. So that's a good example of like the evolution, the adaptations that, that occur. Uh, I heard one story of like the Bobby Baldwin group um, 
I heard it from Bob Bright, where they had traveled to, I think, Paris, uh, London, maybe. Okay. And they were playing like with a bunch of the guys from Macau. And they played for eight hours with a short deck and didn't know it. They were all playing full deck rules. Oh, my God. <laughs> Nobody had any. I mean, they don't think anybody had any clue. Uh, obviously, like maybe one or two of the guys. Like, How could you yeah. not know? Well, you know, yeah. it's in that, in that mix, they're, they're constantly flip-flopping and playing different games and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, you would think that like when the game opened, they would spread the deck. Yeah. And you would see there's no two through six. And right. then the dealer knew the whole time. You just hold the deck. Yeah, when you're holding the deck, yeah. You, yeah. maybe. You yeah. No, it's gone. not maybe. There's a lot of cards missing. No, when there's definitely hold, a lot of cards when missing. When you're holding the fucking deck, yeah, it's you gonna have to feel know. like half a deck. You would think that they would be able to see that too. Like the yeah, players no, would be like, true. "What? Where's the rest of the deck?" I think they were. I think they were all. I mean, they were I think all so happy. They were so happy to not see a fucking <laughs> deuce for six hours. Yeah. Yo, what's man, I, I'm not gonna say a word. I just keep getting taught all these great. Hands. They just keep getting aces and keep getting them cracked. And they're like, "What the fuck is going on here?" <laughs> yeah, I've been playing out like what since you started that story about the um, how uh, fucking short deck got started, and I can just like see it in every single home game that one person that's just stuck balls the end of the night they run the game runs around them and they're just like fuck this shit just take them start ripping up yeah. <laughs> 100%. and just start ripping up fucking threes and fours and like mm -hmm. let's play like this eventually. Eventually, they just like probably start playing with a pinochle deck. Yeah, it's just like, all right, first one to get a royal wins all the money. <laughs> Let's just call it. And they're just like, everybody else is like, they're not gonna say pinochle is like, nine through ace, uh, nine through ace or ten through ace. I can't, yeah. I think it's nine through ace, though. Yeah. yeah, I think you're correct. Um, yeah, like <laughs> straight flush or nothing with that deck, oh, man. for sure. Um, but anyway, uh, getting to the Triton series. So, yesterday was the hundred, or sorry, today, uh, wrapped up the hundred K, um main event and it was the limitless show man he was uh he was really putting on a clinic uh there were a few highlight hands that he was involved in leading up to the bubble uh but then he he played some legit street poker versus uh what i can only assume was a recreational all right well Continuation bet coming in. <laughs> Instant jam. Mate. Not instant. instant raise. It's huge. But limitless hasn't folded. No way. He's, he's floating with queen 10 offsuit high. Yeah, I think he just kind of he's deciding here they're deep enough for him to float in position. And I if think he's real. thinking that a jack is not supposed to check raise here. And a jack is still reaching for chips. Is he not worried that he's out-kicked? I mean, no wonder he's had the success that he's had. No, no. way. He's jam-rolling he's out -kicked with queen called by queen high. <laughs> this is the s sickest play I've seen. What? <coughs> Boss move from Limitless on the soft bubble. 16 left. Thrill at the start of this hand was fourth in chips. Yeah. So could have he just started kind the of hand with forty two big blinds. Could have just you know, avoided oh. limitless and it started with like fifty blinds actually. Gosh. 
Check raise flop big. You bet turn. You look pretty strong. He's gotten the jack wow. eight down. <laughs> Limitless, you absolute gangster. Take a Bowser. Just applying max. This is one of those times where it's such a pity that the recreational just didn't overreact and just like spew jam the turn. Yeah. And make Limitless look so dumb for mm -hmm. floating flop. Can, you <laughs> guys sick. that are better at poker to me tell me what was going on in Limitless, Limitless mind? Oh, just right ICM. It's yeah. just, is it, oh, is it right on the, the bubble? bubble or They're on the soft bubble, so like 14 paid or something. 15 oh, okay. or 13 maybe. Uh, okay, I, I didn't realize what part of the tournament it was. That makes sense. Yeah, so they're like a few people away from He's the money. He's just playing max pressure knowing that he can't call unless he has like a six. Well, they're also one in four in chips to begin with. And so there's like 16 left. Oh, okay. Blocks okay. his best calls probably also. Jack yeah. Jack. No, there should be zero oh, Jack X. He shouldn't be check raising Jack. Zero Jack X on a bubble. Who uh, he's unblocking hearts. I mean, that's like the only. Right. Um, yeah, it should pretty much be like a six or nothing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was button versus big blind. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You're not. You're not trying to play all in. Yeah. But you never have like a one pair hand where kings just fell to you. Yeah. Like, why are you bloating the pot here with just the jack? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, like, obviously, this guy is a very ice team aware. There was no. a hand he played. Uh, the the way he got all of those chips was a few hands prior with 17 left. It went open. Uh, with a reasonable hand from like the low jack with or high jack. Bet jammed, right? Uh, cold four bet jammed, yeah. Uh, so it was like open with a reasonable hand. I can't recall what it was, like maybe ace nine suited or something like it that. Was ace seven suited. Yeah, yeah. Three bet. Three bet by ace queen, and then he has sevens in the big blind and just smashes her home. <laughs> uh, for like. I thought he had like ace four off or something. No, or was no, that he, a different hand? It might have been a different hand. Okay. Uh, sorry, it was ace king, not ace queen. Uh, so he just like rips for thirty. Maybe a little bit more, like five out of the money, four out of the money, uh, in a formation where like you're doing pretty poorly with sevens. Uh, first guy like tank folds, and then ace king calls off, and it just comes. Uh, it was actually a fun hand. It comes like ace seven x, like ace seven four, uh, with one heart, and he was against ace king of hearts, and the turn is the four of hearts. Oh man! But nobody recognizes that it gave him a full house. So it's a seven four right. four, four with yeah. two hearts, yeah. and then the river's a ten of hearts. Oh, so he like went through this emotion of like I just lost. Yeah. <laughs> like, four hours, yeah. four hours. That's funny. Um, the ace would have been, would have been uh, real dagger. Yeah, yeah. So he cashed. He, he actually, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I didn't follow up, but I mean, he lost a big chunk of his stack there to limitless. Yeah. Uh, that was wild. That was how how many off the money? Two or three. Uh, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. What is he? Yeah, he should not be playing. That well, way. I mean, you know, I mean, he wanted to see where he was at. Yeah, he found out. Respect. Found out. Uh, well, sort of. Well, he got lied to. Yeah. <laughs> he did get lied to. Yeah. The only problem is he left himself. Uh, he left himself the option to be lied to. If he yes, just jams the turn, right, exactly. You can't be lied to anymore. He found yeah. out where he was at. He was in a Triton high roller where he shouldn't have been. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, but yeah, like limit, limitless was just basically bodying people on the on the uh, bubble. It seems he came into the final table. I believe his chip leader, maybe second in chips. Uh, so the final table. Pardon my pronunciation if I if I yes. butcher any of these. I tried to practice yes, before we started, but here we go. <laughs> uh, the final table was Punat Pun Siri. 
Oh, I got that right. Back off. <laughs> Limit, I don't think you did. Perfect. Limitless, Wayne Huang, uh, Jason Kuhn, Artem Vezhekev. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Definitely did not get that one right. Uh, Gregory Azu. Uh, Henry Hecklin. Why can't there be more Henry Hecklins in the That's world? That's nice, like, easy one. He's foreign. Yep. What an easy name to get right, you know? <laughs> uh, Artur Martyrsian <laughs> and Horace Way. Uh, I think that, it, yeah, it has ended. It's officially ended. Um, there was a huge hand, uh, which seems to have massive ICM implications, but our friend Wichter doesn't give a fuck about that. Uh, so there was a big flip three-handed between him and the eventual winner, uh, who is Punat Punsiri. I'm having flashbacks to that Coin River Invitational 200k. And what's different here is that Wayne is not one of those micro stacks with seven blinds where he's got maneuver to move, hang around. So it might change the dynamic of this hand a little bit. Has been waiting. The three wow no. all in with tens limitless is like what what wow did he just jam 70 blinds he just four bear rips limitless calls looks incredibly no way flustered like it at the bad. fact that punsery like just ripped it in you're more i think a little bit by a little bit yeah. randy this is a hundred and forty big blind pot Whatever happens this is, is good for you. A six hundred fifteen thousand pay jump. If Malinowski loses, he'll be down to two hundred twenty-five thousand. If he wins, Ponce will be out in third. Ponce already pointed out whatever happens is good for Wayne. Jack, Jack, a couple of hearts. Malinowski does have the king of hearts in hand. Talk about some of the biggest flips of your tournament career. The six of hearts rolls off. Malinowski goes from six outs to 13. With one card to come. Oh my. Can he get it? Can he hold? Wow, Randy. Brandsry holds with the tens. And Malinowski is down to just one and a half big blinds. That's super deflating. Uh, mm. Pretty tough spot. Honestly, like, facing just a 4-bet rip for that much, I know instinctually it feels like it probably has to be a call, but ICM-wise, maybe it's just not. Yeah. Uh, I think that... I don't know. I think... Uh, I, I don't a know. A lot of times the ace-king ends up being a call, but I don't know about for 70. The guy in third had... For 50, I think it would be. But I don't think it's that much of a difference. Yeah, it was... Well... I think the biggest difference is uh, not their actual stacks. It's uh, the third players. He had like stack. ten blinds, yeah. right? Or yeah. Oh. Uh, maybe slightly more, but like he was short. Mm -hmm. uh, more than two rips, I think. off old. Yeah. So there's like I think there's like 160 or 170 blinds in play, and they played 140 big blind pot. Uh, so I mean, you know, this is for all of it. Uh, and as best I could tell, uh, Wayne was relatively short. And I think that the pay jumps between third and second, uh, you heard Randy say it was like 600K. And then I think between first and second is like eight-ish, uh, maybe like 850. So, you know, it's really how much do you value flipping for effectively 1.4, 1.5, 1.6, 1.7, 1.8, 1.9, 1.10, 1.11, 1.12, 1.13, 1.14, 1.15, 1.16, 1.17, 1.18, 1.19, 1.20, 1.21, 1.
well maybe not exactly maybe it's more like the average of so maybe mm-hmm. like 700k total in in uh in icm dollars um but wayne just like auto prints by being out of the hand oh, no matter yeah. what oh like one God, of these yeah. two is going to be eliminated he should just always finish third or not always but like you know a very very high percentage of time finish third and then this happens when this hand happens he never finishes third I, I'm, yeah. next to never uh you know limitless was left with one block yeah so I guess he could spin it, but it's the dream when you're when you're in that situation. Yeah, yeah, it really is. And the thing is, is that uh, I I don't know that it's necessarily bad on anybody's part. I definitely am not studied enough in ICM to make a comment. Um, but the little bit of work I have done, I know Ace King like is less of a fan of calling off versus jamming. Uh, you'd much rather be shoving that hand, particularly because when you're calling off, it's rare that it's Ace Queen when it's mm-hmm. for a lot of blinds. So what yeah, it has to make a difference that you're blocking aces and kings. Yeah. Well, in a general sense, like ICM removed. Absolutely. That's why we call off for heaps when it comes to ace king. Like in a chip EV spot, he could have jammed yeah, for like, 200 Even in bits. ICM, those are the hands that you're afraid of going up against. Well, there. they don't jam. Yeah. Right. So it's more so that like you're so heavily incentivized to not flip. That, like, if he tables two fives and then shoves, you're almost certainly supposed to fold. Right. Uh, so if that's the case, like, yeah, we kind of get fucked, but, like, you know, we three bet to seven blinds and he jammed for 75. We're not exactly giving up a and print you, spot here. And when you have Ace King, you're on the worst end of the flip, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, legitimately always. Yeah. And if he ever, ever, ever shoves Kings, we're getting right. beyond torched. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, like, I don't know, these, these ICM spots are, are relatively nuanced and it is one of those things where like you do win the tournament when you win this flip, but I would imagine that, uh, limitless probably feels he has a skill edge that at those depths anyway, Mm -hmm. especially with it being favorable to him where (laughs) he and one other is deep. And then, you know, there's this third person, but I think maybe part of that skill edge is that he just doesn't give a fuck about ICM. (laughs) Right, so he now finds himself in a YOLO spot, yeah. Where it's like, well, I have a really good hand that like never folds for chips, and I'm not going to be that considerate of ICM. Like, it is what it is. Maybe this guy makes a mistake, one of the blue moon, and has Ace Five suited. Yeah, you know. Um, unfortunately for him, he didn't. He had tens, and he held. Uh, he did turn a heap of outs, two overs, and a uh, flush draw did not come through. So he ended up finishing third. Uh, Punet obviously went on to win it for, I believe, 2.7. Oh, yeah, 2.6. Okay, so uh, way bigger jumps than I imagined. So it was probably, if I had to guess, like 1.8 to 2 million per second, somewhere in that. Uh, probably like 1.8 per second, and then like 1.1 for third. It's 1. like 2. extremely top-heavy. You're probably more incentivized to take a flip if it's more top-heavy, right? Um... Is it that top heavy? It's six. It's a six buy-in difference between third and second, and then like a call it fourteen buy-in difference between third and first. It's pretty top heavy. Twenty buy-in difference between no, no, no. third and first. No, fourteen buy-in difference between third and first. So only eight no, between second. Fourteen between S- six between third and second, and then fourteen okay, or so fifteen maybe okay. between the whole gap. Um. But yeah, I mean, I don't know enough. I just don't know enough. I, I see him. Look, I said it before. I say it again. It's a fucking myth. Play your, <laughs> play, play your goddamn hand. Just like time. Play your hand. Full ace kings. Just a drawing hand. <laughs> Call with jacks. 
you you haven't dominated. Simple game. So easy. Such an easy game. Yeah. A, a read that everybody wants to do. Um, I haven't read it yet, but Doctor Five just put out an article of Len Ashby. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the story of him in poker. He is a tremendous storyteller. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's fucking awesome. He is an absolutely tremendous storyteller. Uh, he's such a fun guy to play with if you've never had the privilege. Um, which is lucky for me because he's a PLO guy by nature, but he does dabble enough in Hold'em that uh, I've, I've, I've gotten to splash with him a bit. Uh, he, yeah, he, he just has a story for everything. The only downside to Len is that he seems to hate dogs. No way. Uh, well, he's very anti-dog in Casino at a minimum. Okay. Oh, yeah, right? I have seen that. Yeah. Right, so whether that carries over to him just like not liking <laughs> dogs at all, I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, he's a complete joy. He's somebody that I think would like make for at a minimum, a very good podcast guest, Mm -hmm. but I could see him like being a very good podcast host. Yeah. Like he has that little bit of a Southern draw to him. He's very good at storytelling. He's been around the game for decades. It just seems like he has stories for everything. Yeah. Well, the the other thing is like, we we're less in the know when it comes to the PLO world. Right. So like they just see some shit that we're not privy to in the no limit world. They, they get some guys who are rogue gamblers that like kind of stumble into the Bellagio at 2 a.m. looking for a 50-100 game. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, a lot gets divulged <laughs> in those late hours when two men are just gambling for houses. Uh, you, you learn a lot about the world and, more importantly, about your gambling counterparts. Uh, sure. I, I wish I... Honestly, my biggest regret, I think, in my career is not doing a better job of documenting uh, that, like, seven-year window where I was playing behind glass. Because even though maybe I wouldn't be able to talk about it all that much, I wish I had better recollection of the the sheer detail and the timeline of, like, shit that happened. Because, man, looking back, it's wild. Yeah. Like, halfway through it, there's just this sting operation at Caesars where uh, (laughs) a bunch of... A bunch of, uh, of, of like Chinese VIPs are, uh, are, are removed from the country and yeah. like, ex- you know, they have these charges levied against them for running an illegal book and like this wild stuff. Like th- this is like, forgot all about that. That's yeah. wild. At a minimum, this is national news, but it like might be borderline like world news. Mm-hmm. And we're just like in there shooting the shit about like, yeah, did you hear Paul got busted or, uh, <laughs> in the Caesars Villa? Yeah. yeah. Apparently he was just taking taking billions of dollars worth of action on the soccer matches like they didn't like that it's funny like it was a fucking full-blown fbi sting you know it's just like so much of that stuff was lost in casual conversation where when you're in it you you don't realize how close to it all you are and then like when you're removed from it and you're you're kind of back at a pedestrian level it's like jesus especially like you probably get sort of numb to the dollar amount yeah yeah yeah. like so to the layman that's just an insane amount of money yeah but you guys are it's just yeah paul yeah no that's just yeah it's paul on a saturday like we're not even sure he was doing anything legal we're just like this guy's kind of just a dj (laughs) i I think he just wanted more action you know like maybe you guys should uh check this with the bureau i'm not not positive you know and then it's like he hired uh tom goldstein as his lawyer which again like you're just too close to you don't realize that this guy's the lawyer of the stars like he's kardashians i think he was kardashians lawyer don't quote me on that but like he was uh rick solomon's lawyer with the with the 
Pamela Lee uh, sex tape and everything else. This guy's like famous as a lawyer. And like, we don't, he's just a whale. <laughs> guy's just rich and punts. Like, we don't think of him any other way. Everybody, everybody gets uh, kind of stripped down to the common denominator mm-hmm. of we're here to gamble in a game. Yep. And like who you are outside of those four walls is only relevant to the casual conversation that's kind of spread, yeah. you know? And it really is like not just casual conversation, but like, but fucking small talk. Like, oh, Tom, how, how's the wife? How's the kids? How's the practice? And it's like, ah, oh, it's good. You know, I got this billion dollar suit with uh, this celebrity. Yeah, is that good? That's good. I, I'm sure that's going to be nice for you. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be great. I'll be back in here, guys. It's like, all right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's it <laughs> and then like a month later you pick up a tabloid and it's like he's there like yep. walking some famous celeb out of court and we're just like ah what, what is my life <laughs> this is also very strange yeah. Uh, but yeah I, I would be excited to, to talk with Len um, I'm not super close with him I've only played with him a handful of times but maybe I'll reach out if we uh, if we can ever find a spin in the PLO I think we could lure him in uh, him and Josh Arya, I think, would be like the best duo to just like start a pod. Okay, like they've been gambling for a long time. Josh has that that cool uh, <laughs> that cool alias of Mister A. You know, <laughs> he's just out there, always looking for for a new gamble, for a new hustle, mm. and like Len's kind of the same. They've been in the mixed game streets, the PLO streets. Like I think they probably have stories for fucking days. I'm sure. Most of which probably revolve around Keith Lear. <laughs> My man. Yo, he, <laughs> fucking love him. Did he pop his fake eye out when he was on the feature table? <laughs> no, because I would have died. He didn't do it? <laughs> no, I would have lost it. I can't believe he was on TV and didn't pop his fake eye out. I would have fucking lost he it. He loves this bit. <laughs> I I've seen him use it everyone as a card. Like, everyone likes a good party I've trick. seen him use it as like a card, card protector. <laughs> How did it roll away? He seems to just roll right off the car. I would have fucking lost it if seems he popped it out sitting next to me. I want to see him like start using it as a randomizer. Like he just puts his eye on his thumb and flips it. Oh, that's true. You put you put your eye, your fake eye on the cards <laughs> that's been passed around it, and then you stick it back in your, in I, your eye socket. I'm, I mean, I'm sure he has like an alcohol wipe or I something. Hopefully. I don't know, man. A lot of a lot of clean that thing up. A lot of parlor tricks with uh, <laughs> with the fake eye. Speaking about PLO, shout out to Soeb. Yeah, so Heb shipped the bracelet event yesterday. Yeah. Uh, it was 1K PLO mm-hmm. re-entry. Mm-hmm. Nice. He won it for like 53000 yep, nice. something like that. It's always nice to see the regs out there uh, getting it done, yep. especially the ones that just... Yeah, we, we got to give bracelet update. We got, we're got we in the middle of uh, the World Series of Poker been, right it's now. It's all been Triton. We're not even wrapping the home series well, online. I got to tell you, uh, I love I'm WSOP. i both mm. that I played. Which ones did you play? The 504? Yeah. Okay. That's unfortunate. Like we're, ten we're, from the money. Yeah, that's. I, I would consider that a softball. Yeah. Those are big fields. We'll talk about my win in the, in the Tortoise models. Invitational on Monday. Tortoise is is like I racking that, up a balance. I, I he's ready to fire. I got a tweet today that said they changed the payout structure of the fifty-five dollar one because of, of me. You. Well, yeah. I'm sorry, everyone. What did you do? I don't know, but the payout it. structure looked really bad. It was, <laughs> Just it winning. was like. Uh, <laughs> It was like a $9 pay jump between like 15th and 13th and then like a $12 pay jump from 13th to 9th. Is this the one Jared it's, had? Oh. So, uh, yeah, yeah, Jay Smith. Essentially how these, all these tournaments, these 20 to $50 buy-in tournaments on uh, WSP, when they changed it, it's like you cash for like 
buy-in essentially mm. and then and usually you cash between like 36 and 24 people left yeah and then there's like not a pay jump until ninth i mean there's like what? a very small so, so, they make, like so they make it they make it bottom heavy <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes. yeah it's a very bottom heavy event <laughs> actually yeah. yes wow so it's just like okay you make the money and then there's like no icm so you're out there playing the burly bottom invitational i'm out there trying to accumulate chips well that gets fucked 24 it gets. and God, that, that's like the worst fucking structure because uh for people like me who you know for better or for worse would love to ignore icm it's a lot harder to do when it's like you know one and a half or two full buy-ins mm -hmm. to cash right mm -hmm. because like now the difference between zero and two buy-ins is a fucking lot right yeah I, I mean they're like rnas like they're the cubed ones so it's sort of like not it it looks like it's way more buy-ins mm -hmm. for min cash than it is right well, it's but. funny because icm when it really exists between 24 and 9 now well, no, now it's gone. Yeah. Gone. yeah. <laughs> so it, it means something free and yeah, then it means yeah. nothing. No ICM again until the final table. So actually, maybe well, that's no, a good exchange. Yeah, that's it good is. For you, it actually. is. I only have to play ICM There's on the bubble and on the final table. And brief period, and then you, you're free, and, and then another brief yeah. period. It moves pretty quick, too. From cashing period, to final if you will. table. And it's actually great, better for right? you because you accumulate chips where ICM yeah. means nothing. Yeah, other there's, people are, are like, there's no know. stalling like from you know all the way down right. because there's no pay it's kind of like sex you know you bust on the bubble <laughs> and then you have this gestation period and then you bring it right back for the final table that's how that works right um if you're a woman maybe <laughs> no, if you're a guy yeah. you just you just need that you need that break you know yeah. and then we go round two with nine left <laughs> nine left <laughs> all right <laughs> you got nine a nine Nine some? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry about the final table. But um, <laughs> difficult enough to please one. I can't imagine pleasing nine. Uh, yeah. In, in that regard, you'd probably I agree get pushed you. out of that equation. Oh, for honest. sure. It'd be like It'd the be like, scene in this guy's useless. <laughs> it'd be like the scene in Friends where where Ross had a threesome with his wife, and Joey's like, "Ha, huh, pretty nice." And he's like, "Yeah." He's like, "You get a little bored." He's like, yeah. <laughs> At one point, I made a sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my girl sent me something today on fucking Instagram. It says, my, my girlfriend texts me. My wife called and asked if I was cool with a threesome. I said, hell yeah. Hold on. I don't want to get this oh wrong. My God. Oh, my God. Oh, she, no. She, so she had one and came home. <laughs> I didn't want to ruin the, the word. You, well, you, you ruined, ruined the timing. I'm stopping in the middle. You're going to wait timing. for it to pop off. Hold on. I don't want to ruin this <laughs> yeah. while you're ruining it. Comedic timing is very critical, Conrad. We need you to work on this, man. We'll figure it out. Like, <laughs> just practice it or something the problem is is that he is both the audience and the deliverer <laughs> in this instance right he starts laughing at <laughs> he preemptively laughs at the punchline which doesn't allow him to get the punchline out <laughs> or, oh, wait, and then on top breath. of that he's trying to read something where all the words are spelled correctly so it, it's a struggle no LMA symbols in there <laughs> LMA9 what is happening here star oh. pound sign Palestine. <laughs> well, uh, I I did get someone who's potentially interested in being a, a, my date on the podcast. Oh, oh. <laughs> go on. This poor human. Uh, <laughs> he said he just said, "Well, I have in my hinge now. You know, let me know. You should. The prompt is, you should let me know 
And I say, you should let me know if you would like to have our first date live on my podcast. And they said, well, what's the podcast? Mm. So, Are you exchanging messages? No, I haven't. Are you uh, interested? Um, I, for the podcast Oh, sake, you can't do it for content. I know. That's, that's too the thing brutal. Is, is I can't, you know, he's really, he seems like he would be a good match for Landon. He loves anime. <laughs> but uh, like, I, it's not really my style. <laughs> Landon literally, uh, as you mentioned, that sends me a link that just says, "Holy shit! It sounds like Tinder heard our plea. What do you think of Sienna?" And I click on this profile, and it's just like he's—he very clearly has a type. Yes, it's becoming quite apparent. He, his to me. type is—he is, he wants his heart broken. <laughs> yeah, that's facts. The type that, who will uh, chew him up and spit him out and then move on to the next. Yeah, that I mean, uh, if, if, oh, please let me be able to zoom on this. Damn it. <laughs> well, it's not going to do it justice because you guys are looking for very far away. But all you need to know is that girl is on all fours in a thong on a, on a car. <laughs> uh, th this is his type. And yeah. look, I respect it. Uh, it is, it's kind of logically doesn't make a ton of sense. No, no, because he's. Well, not only is he, like, that's not really what he wants. Right. Because he, he talks about, he why can't they just be it. wholesome? I just want a wholesome girl. I'm like, well, <laughs> Right. Like, he wants his mom. Right. But, it, but then the girls are, you know, they're wearing chains and straps. He only, spreading only their seems to be attracted to, to OnlyFans girls. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, hardcore only. Not, like, not just, like, a girl next door type OnlyFans right, account. Right. This is, like. Well, are the those? I'm sure there is. Yeah, maybe. MILF ones. I'm yeah. sure there's those. It reminds me of the movie uh, The Girl Next Door. Uh, I can't remember who the lead actress was, but she was like a low-key porn star. Was it? In the... In the Reed? No. No. no it's but, um, someone like that. Blonde. Is it the one that died? No, that's Brittany, Brittany Murphy. Murphy. Yeah, that's what I was she thinking. Was uh, she played, uh, played Jack Bauer's daughter in 24. Yes, too. yes, yes, yes. Oh my God, her name just escaped me too. Yeah, I, I can't think of her name. But uh, I, the other thing I wonder if he understands and... Uh, Kim Billy Bauer, uh, Alicia Kubert? Cuthbert. Cuthbert, Cuthbert. yeah. Cuthbert, yep. Yeah, we, see, he just like leaves the letters out. <laughs> He's like, those, those letters shouldn't be there. It must be a typo. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this isn't Conrad speak at all. Uh, the other thing I wonder if Landon understands is when he sends me these links, it gives me the option to swipe right on these girls. Oh, shit. <laughs> He's just creating competition. Wow. <laughs> Man. Like, bro, get the match first. Wow. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, he tells us he's not. He, oh, I don't look at Tinder. Come on now. I he's, mean, he's a, he's a, I know he does because. We have the email. Yeah, it's linked. <laughs> His account is created through the Solve for Why business wow. email. It is? Yeah, so every time he gets a match or sends a message, we get an email saying, like, Wait, you have a match waiting. I've never seen this. Uh, Does it's it the tell Gmail. you what his messages oh, are? No, no, no. no. Okay, I was like, that would be too No, much. and if he's smart, he's changed his password. Why? But Why? <laughs> we did it as a bit for the Yeah, for the we show. set it up on the show. Mm -hmm. So I'll wake we up. We did? Yeah. We, it, was just, it was just us, right? Oh, and I was in here. I think so, yeah. I wake yeah. up in the morning, and I look at my phone, and I see the Solve for Why Gmail, and I'm like, you have a new message on Tinder. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Holy shit. I think yeah. I just found my wife. <laughs> he said that? No, I think I, I, oh, you did. I swiped right on the girl that he said. said. I hear like this every, I, no, I know, I literally, it's multiple yeah, no, times a day, right? Just, yeah. just listen, okay? 
I only get hotter and weirder as I grow older. She's 30. Uh, <laughs> and then it says, originally from Pittsburgh, so Steelers, Bucks, and Pens. Oh. oh. <laughs> Black and gold, heart, heart. Let me Let's see. Go. Let me see. Uh, oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, my goodness. She's naked. Oh, we grew them that way back home. <laughs> she's cute. She's in a Rolls Royce. Oh, yeah. yeah. Swipe right. Swipe right. That's a hard right. He's from, from right. Vegas, though. What up, Chelsea? If you're watching. Hey, Chelsea. <laughs> uh, That's the thing, though, about she the, lives in Vegas. You know, finding someone to, to go on a date with on the podcast. I want to do it for content. I don't really want it to be someone I actually like, though. There's an the... easy, <laughs> easy solution to this. Go on your uh, bisexual dates on the podcast. My first ever date with a woman should great, be on the it, podcast. It's a great way to become friends and acknowledge the weirdness of it all. Because it's going to be weird for you anyway. Yeah, it is. So you may as well just acknowledge, lean in, you know? That's the thing I'm realizing. I don't know how to like flirt with a woman. Mm, me uh, either. Because like, I'm just like... <laughs> Oh my god, like, hey girl, you nice top. Like, because that's just like, I don't think I'm gay, but like, I just am over men right now. So I'm, I'm like trying. Oh, right. But I'm just like, okay, she's like cute. I would like to be, like, we could be friends. But then I'm like, wait, this is like a dating thing. Okay, so like, hey, hot tits. Like, what am I supposed to say <laughs> to a woman? What do you say to a what woman? Is, what what are you asking want? us for? Yeah. How do you guys do this what normally? What would you want a Not woman well. to say to you? Hey, autist. <laughs> I don't fucking know. There you go. I don't know. I have to tell you, your confusion right now is... What you guys feel? Yes, it's precisely born out of the fact that you have a partial male brain. Like, <laughs> you, you are suffering the same hurdles that we suffer where it's like, obviously, all we want to hear is, hey... Nice you, dick. Yeah, like... <laughs> like hey, show me your dick. Exactly. Precisely. <laughs> That's the exact lead we want from right. every single girl. And so, like, now you're thinking, you're just projecting that out. I actually out. You're did like, do that. I smashed with someone. Well, granted, I knew them in person, but I said, hey, take the pants off. <laughs> yeah. This, but without the pants. Right. So, like, you match with a girl and you just start projecting out, like, well, what, what would I want her to say to me? It's like, hey, nice dick. Well, and then they'll have in their profile, like, no hookups, like, no sexual. So oh, like, that's such a red flag so for that like, they okay, want to hook well, up. Then, like, what am I supposed to say? Like, uh, where do you get your hair done? Like, what am I supposed to say? say i don't know maybe high yeah and then lead what? with that uh wherever it goes small talk's the fucking worst nobody likes it but it's a necessary evil in these things like guys are easy because you can just be like you let's send go an emoji. here you could tomorrow you could literally just send an emoji hey come over or something sure yes it's just very simple but a girl's like well it's simple but you don't get the result you want because it's simple well yeah we're yeah, simpletons yeah. Uh, also, I think that's what Landon was referencing when he said, I think Tinder heard our, our pleas because all we were talking about after you had inundated the chat with all of your female matches is They're how... really, really pretty. Listen, lesbian hinge is in... Yeah. It's off the they're chains. really like... It's a side of Vegas. solid tens. It's a side yeah. of Vegas I haven't seen. Like every single girl that you put in that chat is significantly they're all like that. Like more I, attractive. I, I'm literally swiping. They're all like that. Yeah, and let me tell you, uh, straight hinge is not like that. Yes, yeah, str straight hinge for me is not like that either. Right. See, you understand when <laughs> when you're looking Are for straight people just ugly. Uh, I think so. <laughs> I think we finally arrived to the to the solution here. <laughs> oh, you normies! Wow. Myself included. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's uh, it's 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 tough. It's a landmine out there. You know, you just gotta try some shit. Maybe you gotta go on hundred first dates with women. With anyone. Yeah.
You know, you just gotta you gotta make the pack to. Uh, and God. Yeah, exactly. You'll really stop sleeping with people whenever you realize how exhausting it is to spend any amount of time. Well, with that's them. the <laughs> thing is like that. I think it, it's just why I you know stick on to one person because I I hate the beginning thing. I hate meeting going out. I gotta meet this person who could murder me. Isn't that supposed to be the best part? No, it's not. The best part is when you're comfortable enough to like pick each other's asses. Oh, that sounds like when I would run. <laughs> the best part is like when you That's like Pete, you get me out of here. Super comfortable with each other. The the worst part is is trying to figure out, you know, choose someone, figure out like if this person's okay or not. We have very opposite problems. Yeah. Very. Cuz yeah. cuz someone picking my ass would be <laughs> An absolute deal breaker. You don't want someone picking, picking bugs out of your ass? <laughs> nope. Nope. Uh, I, honestly, I actually loathe that in, in other women. Jenna, who we've had on a few times. She's a, a, she's a like groomer. The, yeah, yeah. Oh, me too. But hardcore. She, she very much is like super maternal and it's always, what can I do for you? Can I help? Can I? And it's like, you know, problems that like I'm barely qualified to, to answer, but they're my niche, right? So like maybe I have a poker problem, for instance. Mm. And she'll be like, how can I help? And it's like, you've never been she's dealt a hand. <laughs> She's trying to help. Yeah, but the well, way that's to not how I. I'm not like that. I, I'm groomer. Like, oh, you have a pimple. Sit down. Bitch. It, that, that, Shut up. It doesn't hurt that bad. No, it, it just extends thing. out of that, though, right? Oh. Then it, it's always the. Let me get that. You know, the the yeah. wipe your mouth and the the, no, the comb like your hair. No, mine's like full on. Like, I get my tool set out. I have my flashlight on, and I'm just like going to town. I'm, yeah, but you're just twisted. I'm practicing my surgery. <laughs> yeah, you're the next pimple popper. Exactly. I've seen too many of the videos. I need to pr try it. Those people have PhDs. Well, yeah, but basically no, I do too by degree, osmosis. Yeah, PhD. MD. PhD in MD? It, no, I've watched so many different. that I too have that now. Well, no, that's not Just how not officially. Do you think it'll ever get to that point where uh, universities go by the wayside to the point where it's like you can... You can say like, yes, I'd like to be a doctor. And uh, to demonstrate that I'm capable, Watch I've watched... Me ex excise this cyst. Right, like God, I've, wa I've, I've watched 2,000 hours of YouTube. <laughs> Look at my I YouTube history and watch me excise to. the cyst and you'll give... I want, stamp I want all my doctors, all my medical <laughs> professions to be well educated with years and years. I mean, I've been watching these videos for years, Brian. That, that'll oh, obviously Jesus. never happen, right? Because it'll just be a robot that is uh, yeah. taking over. That's true. Yeah. But I'm I imagine, okay with that. I imagine if you read enough WebMD, you could basically diagnose people with cancer. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Come on, Guapo. Oh, yeah. That's Get this shit the fuck yes. out of here. Nobody. Oh yes. Our numbers just dropped. We just saw hundred no. people leave. Nope. Literally hundred wow. people. Wow. Blackhead beauty. <laughs> Look at what the uh, hair behind it. Uh, just some hair. Oh, this is disgusting. That's a fucking big ass pin. Yeah, that's big. I you can't use it. See, that's something you don't want to use a needle for. You want a scalpel for that. You know when this <laughs> when this first became a thing. I was like, oh, this is disgusting. Yeah. And now I'm like finding myself watching episode after episode of Dr. Pepper you like Popper. It? I, yeah, yeah, it's so fascinating. It's really good. Right. Well, and then you get into like other sort of more niche branches, which is when it gets a little dangerous because you're looking at, it's sort of like if when you watch mm -hmm. porn and you get desensitized to it. So you start looking at weirder and weirder stuff. So now <laughs> I'm this on This hasn't to happened to me. Okay, well. <laughs> Well, whatever not me, me either i'm just you know <laughs> yuck or yum. me either i mean i just heard i just heard that happens um 
but I will do it with this stuff, and I watch uh, ingrown toenail removal. Oh, see, I where like, they oh, they, they stick a oh. tool underneath the nail. Oh, I see. I they can't. separate Gross. it, then they Just... cut it, and they rip it out. It's like so good. That's oh, that's cringeworthy. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, oh, no, that's gross. that's really <laughs> that is so disgusting. It's cathartic, really. I right. watched them before bed. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> oh, sweet dreams. It's relaxing. How oh is that relaxing? Relaxing? Relaxes me. <laughs> I I love that the audience like sees you here day in and day out, and they 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 view this like very small yeah. kind of like nice and sweet girl who, who like speaks about shit that's disgusting but does it with soft tones mm -hmm. and like can kind of get it across of like but i'm so innocent type i hear you in the gym raging <laughs> just <Okay>. raging <laughs> i'm envisioning like like it's I'm like loud in the gym yeah it's it's like it's like uh slayer on full blast with weights clanging <laughs> onto the ground i'm envisioning like a 325 pound russian man <laughs> in there like uh the 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 street fighter um zangif yeah. mm -hmm. like with the with the just big patch of chest hair uh -huh. and, and wearing short shorts while deadlifting i'm sure it is well yeah. you gotta dig deep you know like I always just assume it's Landon who's angry for the day, and then I like peer my head in and I see it's her, or I notice Rudy's like laying by the door. I'm like, mm -hmm. that's fucking Melissa, and I just imagine her like, like. <laughs> it's it's the hip thrusts, like those. I, I just I feel my ass ripping apart. Mm, right, sure. I, I I envision you in there like uh like beer bonging a protein shake. <laughs> wow! Just pouring it all over yeah. my head. Yeah. <laughs> well, just like well, just like tearing your shirt off, <laughs> revealing only a sports bra so that you can power clean. Yeah. Just like what is happening? She's like shitting in the corner, throwing up after squatting max reps as possible. Yeah. yeah. Got to bring it. Got to got to dig deep. Got to bring it. Imagine if she ever met Eugene. I, I think they oh would just be such God. a hit. Yeah, he would have just had her on leg day every would, day. Yep. Just walk into the oh, gym. What are we doing today, Eugene? Many reps as possible. Let's go. And then he tells you the story of how. That's basically what I do with leg, <laughs> leg day every day. Yeah. <laughs> I'll he, throw some arms in. I mean, I'll throw a little, you know, military press. One, in once there. a month, they would do like as many reps as possible. And uh, they would like just max out on like leg press, squats, like whatever. And they're just like repping, whatever. And every single time they did it, it was like once a month, it was him and this like small collective of guys. Every single time they did it, he'd be like, you know, there's one time in college when I was lifted for track, we did as many reps as possible on the, on the, uh, on the, uh, leg press machine. And I passed out and shit myself. And it was like, that story got repeated every month. We're like, we know Eugene. I, we have, know. Sharded, like, yeah. I have sharded from lifting. He was an all American shop, shop putter. Yeah. Yeah. He was built like a fucking shock. Yeah. Player. Well, my I showed you guys the text that my brother sent me. He told the guy he works out with, some guy who deadlifts seven hundred pounds or whatever, that I said straps were for bitches. <laughs> Someone told me, you know, people like to give me unsolicited advice. Sure. Uh, when I post workout stuff, someone told me to get straps, and I said, "Fuck a strap. Those are for guys who want their hands to be soft for giving hand jobs." <laughs> <laughs> I do not want to give hand jobs. I just want my hands and to be soft. My brother told Exhibit this guy. A. Yeah, right. This guy gets fucking, more manicures than I do. My so hands are pretty. He told this guy that, and he said, "That's that. 
your sister's wife material and i'm like that's the first time anyone's ever said that yeah me. yeah and understandably so you, <laughs> you're quite off-putting i would love to have myself <laughs> as a wife <laughs> more like as a husband <laughs> yeah yes the male version of me come through <laughs> i don't know if there's an alpha out there that can handle you I honestly that's how you know though like if if they can and they they can get me to submit they are truly alpha uh, honestly i think that what you're gonna end up with is a dude who likes getting choked in bed rather than well, somebody who can handle this you this is what i i've had sure. i'm end up being you know the yeah no we i get it look i get it but all i want is that guy who just is a step above mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. super fucking alpha okay so andrew and tate if you're out there no, no. <laughs> He's not alpha. He, do you see the way he walks? He's got his arms swinging in the wind. Come on. That's not, that's he's not fake, what I he's mean. He's fake alpha. He's fake alpha. I don't yeah. want... That's not going to work because they have to be alpha enough to, you know, get me to submit to them. Honestly, mm -hmm. I think you should probably just be looking to date uh, former loan members. I mean, these guys are gangsters. After they, after they gain their weight back. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah and are now a million richer. They're kind of weird. Of course they're weird. They lived on an island yeah. for 90 days alone. They're going to be weird. But I need the, a guy like the guy you guys send, the, that oh, <laughs> bearded bodybuilding guy. Oh, Zangief? Yeah. Or Eugene, whatever. They're all the same. Yeah. They're all six foot six, 385 pounds. <laughs> what are you... <laughs> What am I gonna destroyed. do with that? I know I'm gonna literally if I if I get a if I have a baby with someone like that, I'm gonna need to be cut open. Yeah, you're gonna be a pet. <laughs> <laughs> it's not gonna work logistically. Yeah, look at the way he walks. Why is it on? Why is it look at this? This is not <laughs> Yeah, that, that walk is definitely not, look at that. Come on. That's not gonna work. That's not gonna work. <laughs> that walk is a little sus. Why is it always the smallest little packages that are yearning after the most ridiculous? extreme because it's short because we have napoleon syndromes us short girls mm. we're all like this we're all super fucking aggro for no reason because <laughs> we're just like don't push me around yeah i i do have an affinity for short girls but i think it's because i grew up in like in a mostly italian culture so five six is like tall mm -hmm. lamana's mom's i think like four, four eleven four nine yeah. four eleven my her sister is one of her sisters is four ten which she might be like Four nine now. We, oh, yeah, they, 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 they start she's crossing down. into legal yeah. dwarf territory. I think my grandma, little, little person, I don't yeah. know what the fuck is the proper. It was dwarf was okay to say. Now I guess that's not I don't know. okay. I don't, my, my grandma, you know by I mean. the time, <laughs> by the time she reached the end of her life, she was probably about four or five. Oh my god, <laughs> that's gonna be me. It's gonna be like a tiny raisin. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. man. I just posted something in our chat, but it seems that. In Illinois, non-detainable. There's thing. no noise in Illinois. In Illinois, they, they're doing, <laughs> <laughs> they're doing some one. type of bail reform. Scruff, McGruff, Chicago, <laughs> Illinois, six zero six five two. They're doing some type of bail reform that non-detainable. These are non-detainable offenses starting beginning in January. Aggravated battery, aggravated DUI, aggravated fleeing, arson, burglary, drug-induced homicide, intimidation, kidnapping, robbery. Second degree murder and threatening a public official. Am I fucking crazy or is that I, does I, that sound like some detainable offenses? I've heard <laughs> a few of them. Uh I've I've seen this passed around the internet. I don't know how much of it's true, so I haven't given it a lot of thought or uh acknowledgement because some of that seems extreme. Yeah. And I feel like it's propaganda. 
like I, I feel like it's just a lot of uh, the right potentially pushing a message saying like Illinois is getting soft or whatever. But yeah, who knows? I mean, one thing I'm certain of is there's more nuance to it than the list you just read. Right, like there. Are, I mean, I would hope so. <laughs> I, I can't imagine there are people just out there committing second-degree murder and, like, you know, walking the streets. But hey, who knows, man? We're in a weird, weird, weird timeline these days. Usually, uh, what happens is something needs to change, and then they take it too far to the right. extreme. Like, I know that um, I just saw this just happened in New York, where they're like chasing these kids who are jumping the uh, the turntiles for um, the subway, mm -hmm. and. And they're just like chasing them down, like the cops are yeah, chasing them down. Get, you'll get and one up for that. kid just running away, and he he tried to like he jumped onto the track. Oh and no! Jesus. Got hit by oh, got no. hit by a train and died. Like, and it's like not the first time this has happened. They're like saying like, stop chasing. Like it's two dollars that you're trying to like you know chase them down for, and then they're getting killed. Like, right? There has to be a better way. Yeah. Also, just the cost of. Yeah, I know several people who that. have gotten chased down for jumping turnstiles. Yeah. It's always a sweat. I've right. done it a couple of times. Yeah. Don't arrest me. I, I, someone, <laughs> just my friend did it. The statute of limitations is up. You're fine. Oh, okay. Uh, there's a real love connection happening in our chat. Christian's DR Mamacita Ooh. says, <laughs> I miss Christian. And Christian replies, I miss you too. Oh, <laughs> oh here we go. See, you, she's not about this simpy shit. Immediately, Melissa's just cringing. She's like, ah, I don't know. No, I'm cringing not because it's simpy, because I know Chin. And he's just a fuckboy. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when you don't come on the show. You yep, get, you can't you defend burned. yourself. Yeah. That's true. All right, that's going to wrap it for us today. It seems like a high note to go out yep. on. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. It's tomorrow Thursday, right? Yep. Okay, so we'll be back tomorrow. I won't be here Friday. Uh, I'm playing live at the bike. Uh, I think 2550, 100 or 2550. I'm not sure, man. I'm just showing up and should, playing. Should you tell people the, the news? What's the news? Uh, new Academy date. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> we'll get to it. I don't, I don't have a graphic yet or anything. Uh, relevant but yeah Just go we, to the website you'll go see to the it. website if you guys are interested in the academy <laughs> uh we'll, we'll get some shit out to you in the next week or so uh thank you guys so much for tuning in as always please like comment leave uh or subscribe leave a comment below let us know uh if if you're that guy who maybe melissa's looking for yes you know <clears throat> do you want to be interviewed on the podcast for as a potential suitor I'm just saying, you got to really bring it. Got to bring it. You got five papas you here. You grunting like having, in the gym. And like having your pimple Pounding popped. creatine. Uh, your blood better be 70% creatine. We, we just need mm -hmm. to introduce you to Robert Frank. Yeah. yeah. Well, you yeah. know what? If they're, uh, if they're on steroids, they'll have a bunch of pimples to pop. That's yeah, but true. They'll have <laughs> no, their balls will be sucked into their fucking body okay. cavity. What do you do with balls anyway? Yeah. I don't know, but it looks... Uh, Weird. They're, or, they're ornaments to weird. a Christmas tree. Yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> All right. All right, we're out of here. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Peace. Right.